For those of you who are new here to LSU, and particularly Christ the King, I want to introduce myself. My name is Father Josh Johnson. I am the parochial vicar here at Christ the King and the director of vocations for the Diocese of Baton Rouge. And, and this is my second time to be assigned here at Christ the King on LSU's campus. The first time I was assigned to this parish was seven years ago. And when I arrived here seven years ago, me and the team of disciples here immediately began to facilitate a bunch of small group Bible studies over the summer. And a bunch of kids from sororities and frats would join these Bible studies. And, and particularly, there was, there was one group of, of girls who joined our Bible study who were raised Catholic, were confirmed Catholic. But when they came here to LSU, they never stepped foot on campus here at Christ the King. And so when they met us out on the, on the streets of LSU, they began to do a Bible study. They had conversions. They started coming to adoration and praise and worship and, and mass and confession. And they were very active here at the Catholic Student Center. And so one of their roommates was not with them whenever they were going through their reversion back to Jesus in the church. So when their roommate, who was doing an internship, came back to campus in the fall, her name was Sierra, when she came back to, Christ, to LSU, all her friends were coming to Christ the King. They were coming here all the time to our Bible studies, to praise and worship, to adoration, to mass. They were totally plugged into the Catholic Student Center. She was a girl who, after her confirmation in New Orleans, she left the church. She said, I will never step foot in a Catholic church again. She saw her confirmation as a graduation from being Catholic. She had no plans on ever coming here. And quite frankly, she was shocked that her friends and her roommates were coming here every day. This was not her vision for her last year of college at LSU. But she didn't want to start over and make new friends her last year of college, and so she would come with them. Even though she did not want to be here, she started coming. She would come to Mass, Adoration, Praise and Worship. She joined their Bible study with them. And then one day after Mass, she, she grabbed me and said, can, can we meet? So when we met with each other, she said, Father Josh, I just want you to know that I, like, I know you see me around campus a lot, but I don't want to be here. Like, I, I don't want to be Catholic. The only reason I'm coming is because my friends are coming. I, I have no desire to be Catholic. In fact, I don't like the church's teachings, and I disagree with them. I, I don't agree with what y'all what teach about sexuality or promiscuity, morality, about drinking, about doing drugs. Like, I want you to know that I am totally not on board with your church's teachings, and I don't plan on changing. I'm still going to sleep around. I'm still going to go to parties. I'm still going to drink however much I want, and I'm still going to use whatever drugs I want, and I want you to know that. I said, okay, I thank you for sharing. I'm just happy that you're coming, and I want to invite you to keep coming to Bible study, keep coming to adoration, keep coming to praise and worship. Just keep coming around. I love it that you're here. And she said, but like, did you hear what I just said? Like, I'm telling you I disagree with the church's teachings. I said, yeah, I heard you. And, and I want you to keep coming. Even though you don't understand why the church teaches what we teach, I want you to keep coming. So she did. She kept coming to Bible study. She kept going to adoration. She kept going to praise and worship. She started doing service opportunities. And about five or six months after doing this, she sat me down for another meeting. And this time when we met, she said, look, Father Josh, I want you to know that I still disagree with the church's teachings, but Jesus is okay. Right? 
Jesus is all right. I, I, I'm starting to like Jesus a little bit, but I still don't like the church. Please keep coming, Sierra. Keep coming. And so she kept coming. She kept coming to Bible studies. She started going to some of our retreats that we offer here at Christ the King. She kept coming in adoration and praise and worship. And six months later, she sat me down again. And this time she said, Father Josh, I want you to know that even though when I first started coming here, I didn't agree with the church's teachings and I didn't understand the church's teachings, I want you to know that now I not only really like Jesus, but I'm starting to fall in love with the church. And I'm kind of scared. And I said, well, why are you scared, Sierra? And she said, I I'm scared because I think that Jesus is calling me to become a nun. So well, praise God. <laughs> now, all this happened because she kept coming. Even though she didn't understand the teachings, even though some of the teachings of the church were very hard for her to hear and they were difficult, she kept coming as she was. She did not have to change to come to church. Coming to church and being in the presence of Jesus and the community and in prayer and in the Bible and in the Blessed Sacrament during adoration changed her little by little over time. She could have responded by just leaving her friends and saying, I'm not going there. I don't understand the church's teachings. I'm not going to show up. I mean, that's what some people did in today's gospel. In today's gospel, Jesus was with his disciples, and he had more than 12 disciples. He had many disciples. A lot of people were following Jesus. A lot of people were witnessing the miracles, and they were listening to his teachings, and they were watching him work, and they were attracted to Jesus, and they were drawn to Jesus. And now in John chapter 6, Jesus begins to tell them a very difficult teaching, something these Jewish disciples had never heard. He says, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors, they ate that bread, that manna, which literally is translated that what is it miraculous bread that fell down from the heavens to feed the Israelites after they were freed from slavery. They ate this miraculous bread and they still died. I want you to know that I am the bread of life. If you eat my flesh and if you drink my blood, you will have eternal life. When he said this, this was foreign to his disciples. They had never heard anyone speak like this. They were shocked. They did not get it. They did not understand it. They were not attracted to this teaching. And because the teaching was difficult, a lot of them, instead of leaning into Jesus and saying, okay, Jesus, we don't get the teaching, but we get you, so we're going to stay with you for a while, a lot of his disciples, many of them, left him. They said that the teachings are too hard. We don't want it. And they left and they no longer follow Jesus. And so Jesus looks at Peter and James and John and Thomas. He looks at the other disciples and he says, well, what about y'all? Are y'all going to leave me too because the teachings are hard? And Peter says, but Lord, where else are we going to go? You have the words of everlasting life. Peter did not say, Jesus, we get it. Your teachings make perfect sense to us. You are the bread of life. You're the Eucharist, Holy Communion, your body, blood. We totally, he did not say that. Peter probably did not understand this very difficult teaching. But even though he did not understand this difficult teaching, he did get Jesus. And he knew if he just stayed with Jesus and remained with Jesus, that if it was best for him to get this teaching, then over time he would get it. And because Peter and James and John, and Thomas, and Matthew, because they kept showing up to Jesus, 
even though they did not always understand his teachings, because they kept showing up to Jesus on earth, they received the greatest grace, which is to remain with Jesus forever in heaven. I'm not going to act like everyone who's coming to church tonight understands all the church's teachings. I'm not going to act like we all agree with every single one of the church's teachings when it comes to morality or, or sexuality or theology or ecclesiology, when it comes to works of charity or acts of justice. I'm not going to assume that we're all on the same page. Some of the church's teachings are hard. They are difficult. And if you struggle with them, I want to invite you to keep showing up to Jesus. Keep coming to Bible study. Keep coming to our praise and worship nights. Keep showing up to adoration. Keep coming to Mass. Because if you keep showing up, if you respond the way Sierra responded, if you respond the way Peter, James, and John responded in today's gospel, then over time, God will give you whatever grace you need to remain in relationship with Jesus, whether you get the teachings or not, whether you understand the teachings or misunderstand them, whether you like the church's teachings or dislike them, if you keep showing up to Jesus as you are, then God will give you whatever graces are necessary to receive the great gift that the apostles received, which is the gift to be in relationship with Jesus, not only on earth, but most importantly, forever in heaven. So God is calling you. God is inviting you to come. To come to him today and to come again tomorrow and the next day. And if you keep coming to Jesus while you are on earth, then you too will be able to receive the greatest grace, which is to be in relationship with God, who is Father, who is Son, and who is Holy Spirit, not only now, but most importantly forever in the kingdom of heaven for all eternity.